Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash I don't work here, lady. Where Karens confuse regular people as employees, and the stories are wild. Guys, I hope you enjoy the stories today. Don't shake your heads too hard. And as always, you can send or link your post to this email right here. So here's a short backstory. I just got off a 14-hour shift working for a utility company, and this took place about 5 a.m. in a smaller suburb of the Twin Cities in January. I stopped for gas at the local gas station to get a few snacks for my upcoming shift at 2 p.m. I'm also wearing a high-visibility jacket because my work requires one. So I pull into the station, and the tanker truck's there for delivery. So I get out, feel up my run-of-the-mill boring box on wheels, and then start to go inside the store to pay. About five feet from the entrance, I hear a slight squealing of tires, and I watch the monstrosity of an SUV roar around the tanker, and parked about a foot behind it. I was already beat tired, and I didn't really think anything of it, since people do drive a little nuts around here. I'm in the store, looking at what kind of garbage I can eat for the day, when the fun begins. All of a sudden, a crazy Karen comes out of nowhere, and she screams, Hey! Hey you! Hey! I turn to look at the lady staring right at me, and Karen says, You need to move your damn truck! Hearing her say that, I have a puzzled look on my face, and Karen says, Yes, I'm talking to you. You need to move your truck right now. I then point to the salt-crusted SUV at pump number 5 and say, Uh, you mean that car? Karen says, No, the tanker truck. It's blocking the tire pump. My tire is flat and I need to fill it up right now. I'm in a hurry. Now, the funny thing is, those tire compressors have a 20-foot retractable hose on them, but she doesn't know that. I then say, uh, that's not my semi. Karen says, yes it is, I just watched you walk inside 30 seconds ago, don't lie to me. I then scream back at her saying, that's not my truck, I don't work here. Now, before I could say get the hell away from me, a local sheriff walks in. I see them here quite a bit in the morning to get coffee. The sheriff walks over and asks, is there a problem here? Karen says, yes, this guy needs to move his truck. It's blocking the tire pump. I'm in a hurry and my tire's low. I say to the sheriff, my car's over there on pump 5. I don't know why this lady thinks that I'm the semi-driver. At this point, I'm wondering where the driver is. He's either in the back office doing paperwork or he's destroying one of the toilets in the restroom. The sheriff says to Karen, okay, show me what you're talking about. So they both go outside and they walk to the back of the tanker truck. I pay for my gas and my snacks, and here comes the driver out of the restroom. As I'm walking out to my car, I see the deputy pointing to the back of her car, and they were talking about something. I couldn't hear them. And I see Karen making some flailing hand gestures, looking flustered. The sheriff and Karen walk back inside the store, just as the truck driver was walking out. He was wearing a similar high-visibility coat. I put the snacks in my car, and now curiosity has struck me. I wanted to see what the sheriff was pointing at. So I walk over to Karen's SUV, and I was looking for some sort of damage on the bumper or something, and that's when I saw it. I couldn't believe my eyes. The license plate showed October of last year. They were well past expired. 
I did get a good laugh from that, and I hope Karen got a ticket for the expired tabs. I went home and got some rest. Well, that's what she gets for being impatient, guys. And she probably did get ticketed. Like, I don't think they let you off the hook when you're a year past renewal. With that said, though, we gotta give it to her, guys. At least she picked someone with a high-visibility vest on, right? And not some random stranger wearing a tie-dye shirt and sandals. So long ago, in another career of mine, I worked in the film industry. I started as an assistant film editor and eventually jumped unions to become a camera operator. During my illustrious camera op career, I began by filming local town hall meetings before making it big, aka lucking out through a co-worker and getting a fairly decent position on a couple of big budget TV shows. I became jaded of the whole industry by the end and eventually left. However, one of the things that stuck with me was a desire to be behind the film camera and just film random stuff. So fast forward about 10 years, I'm working in another much less glamorous industry, and I'm fully entrenched in my local car club's activities. We host two massive car shows every year, usually with hundreds if not thousands of cars attending. It was also around this time that I'd finally decided to bite the bullet and invest in a new film camera for myself. Now, it wasn't anything super fancy like a red scarlet, but it was still a several thousand dollar unit, and it blurred the line between prosumer and professional. The lens, lens hood, and focus rack setup I had on it also made anyone unfamiliar with film cameras immediately think that it was a much more expensive unit than it really was. That particular summer, our car club had decided to host our annual summer meets in a new location, and we were projecting the biggest turnout that we've ever had. And I couldn't think of a better opportunity to take my new camera and try some shots. So the day of the event comes, and hundreds of cars start rolling in. I'm there early in the morning to help set up the event tents and to make sure the traffic control guys are working with the local police department to ensure minimal impact on local businesses. Things seem well in hand, so I go grab my camera and start filming anything that I deemed even remotely interesting. I eventually tire of the static tripod shots, so I pop my camera off the head and start wandering around the meet. By this time, the event was in full swing and absolutely packed. Everyone's having a good time and people are just milling about. I manage to get some good candid shots of people and eventually come across a group of friends hanging out near their cars, so I join up and start chatting with them. By now, it's probably a good time to describe what I look like. It's summertime, during one of the rare heat waves this city gets, so I'm in my cargo shorts and an old t-shirt that I got from working on a TV series. The back is emblazoned with film crew, while the front has a smaller font with the name of the series it belonged to. I also have a lanyard around my neck with a press pass that IDs me as a member of the car club. However, that ID clearly states the car club's name and no other company. I wore it so the vendors who showed up at the meet would know that I'm an official member of the group. And also, I could have full access into their tents to do some shots. As I said, I'm standing there chatting with a bunch of friends while holding my camera on my shoulder. When we're suddenly interrupted by a shrill sound behind me, I hear a voice say, Finally, the news station decided to show up. Come here right now. One of my friends snorts and smirks at that comment. I turn around and come almost nose to nose with an angry looking woman. She had clearly seen the film crew wording on the back of my shirt, and the quick glance she took at my press card lanyard seemed to pass as an official ID for some sort of news outlet. Of course, the camera in my hands probably would have given her that opinion regardless of what my shirt and lanyard said. So I say to the woman, uh, I'm actually not... 
And she interrupts me and says, this is absolutely ridiculous. The local police department and the city should never have even allowed this disgusting congregation to have happened. I can't believe those police officers on the side streets are letting this go and not having everyone towed. What a stupid event this is. Now, I'm a fairly reserved guy. I'm pretty quiet and usually don't do well with confrontation. And at the time, I also didn't think quite so well on my feet, so I was having trouble processing why this woman was ranting at me. My lack of response probably seemed like I was silently agreeing with her, so the Karen starts back up and says, Turn your damn camera on. You need to have me in your segment. I know people will agree with me, and I need you to record my opinion. By now, my brain resembled a CFL bulb. It was dim when it first turned on, but slowly brightens to full output. And it finally clicked. And I'm thinking, oh, she thought I was working for the news outlet. I say to her, oh, I'm sorry, but I think there's been a miscommunication. I don't actually work for any news stations. The lady indignant says, of course you do. Go on, I don't have all day. This eyesore of an event needs to go away. I respond, like I said, I'm not a news reporter. I'm here to hang out with my friends, to enjoy myself, and to get a few shots for my own use. With that said, I start to turn around in a passive-aggressive attempt to ignore her and to resume chatting with my friends. The lady was having none of it, however, and she says, You are exactly what's wrong with news today. You're only wanting to show one side of a story and never the other always ignoring the real issues by sweeping it under the rug. Anyways, she kept talking, and I attempt to ignore her and try to strike up the conversation that had been so rudely interrupted. I go back to talking with my friend, when suddenly I was falling backwards. My lanyard had been pulled right up against my neck, mid-sentence before snapping. And my camera, my expensive pride and joy, came loose from my hands as I instinctively tried to brace my fall, and it hit the ground. It was one of those moments of pure shock and fear that you never forget, and will occasionally relive at the weirdest times. It's like a minor PTSD event. So laying on the ground with my camera, I realized that my neck was throbbing, and I put two and two together. I then look up at the woman, who now has my lanyard hanging in her hands, and I say, What the F? As I pull myself up, the lady starts again and says, You and your scummy news outlet deserve that. That's what you get for not considering people and simply ignoring them. I'm going to get you fired and nothing you will say will stop me from talking to your manager until you're out of a job. Now, the pedantic in me wanted to tell her that news reporters have assignment editors, not managers. But I was starting to get angry. My friends were all too shocked at what happened to offer much help. I say to her, for the last time, I do not work for a news outlet. Look at this lanyard and tell me what it says. Look at it. The woman then takes a look at it and she reads out loud, Press pass, my name, car group's name, and that's when I point at the giant banner hanging on top of the main event tent and say, What does that banner say? The lady reads out the car group's name. And at this point, I think she's starting to get the picture. I then say, And what would you do if my friends and I took you to the tent just to the left of that banner? Her eyes look over and she goes bug-eyed. Our local police department sets up a display tent every year, alongside of the main tent, usually with something fancy or unique. 
One year, they had one of their helicopters actually land and be used as their display. Another year, they had their mobile command center attend. This year, they were showing off some of the new high-speed pursuit vehicles that they had recently obtained. We had a very good relationship with the local police, I'll say. The lady then stammers and says, I, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. With that, she drops my lanyard and she fled through the crowd, never to be seen or heard from again. And after half a dozen Motrins that night, I got my demo reel finished. My camera was fine. Guys, I'm actually shocked at how people are calm in situations like that because I would be fuming. And really, they should have brought her to that police tent and taught her a lesson. Like, you don't get to go grabbing people's lanyards from behind and pulling them backwards and then get to walk away scot-free. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So I just discovered this sub and I thought I'd share my story. This happened about three years ago, which would have made me about 17 years old. I was working at a credit union at the time and decided to get a burrito at the bell-themed taco establishments across the street before I went home. I should also say that I was wearing my uniform from the bank, which was khakis and a lime green polo that said team member on the back, but it also had a big W on the front. I didn't realize my mistake until later. So I walk in and order a burrito and go sit down at one of the tables to go to work on it. I'm hunched over my burrito like a goblin. I'm like 20% through my burrito when a Karen that resembles Ursula from The Little Mermaid and her three boys walk through the door. I ignore them and focus on my burrito. I then hear the woman clear her throat behind me and say, Can you take my order? Now I do assume she's talking to someone behind the counter so I ignore her. A few seconds later, I hear her say, Don't ignore me, I'm a customer and my kids are hungry. So that's when I turn around to what I assume will be Karen yelling at someone at the counter. But to my dismay, she was standing at the register looking right at me. I say to her, Oh, sorry, I don't work here. Of course, thinking I cleared everything up, I went to turn around and take what will end up being the last bite of my poor burrito. Now, I don't know what got into the woman, but she just lost it and screamed, That's BS. You don't want to serve me. That's when I turn around and stand up calmly, showing her the logo on the front of my shirt, still holding my burrito. The woman then starts lecturing her kids how she hopes that they'll be nothing like me. Seeing this, an employee comes out from the back and says, what seems to be the problem? That's when Karen says, the problem is, this employee won't serve me. I then gesture to the big bank logo on my shirt and say, lady. 
I don't work here. After hearing that, she marches right over to me and she grabs my poor burrito and squeezes it. Now I will preface this next part by saying that I rarely lose my cool. I pull my arm away from Karen and she makes this big thing about falling to the floor. I then say to her, you are an effing bitch. Karen, still on the ground, then points up at me furiously and said, I want him fired. What kind of language is that? The employee, sounding more surprised than angry, says, Okay, ma'am, since you're harassing customers, you need to leave right now, and I'm calling the police. That's when Karen says, I want you to fire this idiot. The employee says to her, he doesn't work here. Now, I asked you to leave. Do I need to help you find the door? Karen and her kids then leave the store, and the employee asked if he should call the cops. I tell him I don't care. He then offers me a lot of free burritos, and I accept. I go home happy with eight burritos, thinking that's the end of it. The next day, he comes into my credit union, and he walks up to my counter and says, So, I just want to let you know that that lady called the cops, and they did come to the store. She said you attacked her and fled. When I showed them the security footage, they arrested her, and I'm pressing charges. I just thought you might want to know. We end up laughing about this. So the post ends there, guys, but imagine being so entitled that you call the police on someone you assaulted. And even if OP did work there, clearly they would be on break or something if they're just sitting there and eating a burrito. Like, any decent human being would have realized that and let them be, but not Karen. Like, I can't believe she decided to march up to this man's table and squeeze the life out of his burrito. Which is unfortunate, but just picturing someone angrily squeezing a burrito does make me laugh, guys. This happened last night. I've been working at a theme park for the last five years, and while I do love my job and my coworkers, I'll be the first to admit that the job does have its stresses and fair share of Karens and Kyles. Last night, I had just gotten off an 11-hour shift, and I was exhausted. I decided to go grocery shopping at the store where my younger brother used to work, and was friends with most of the people there. It was an hour or two to closing, and the store was almost deserted, which is pure bliss for me because I didn't want to fight the snowbirds for what I wanted. I was taking my time and wandering the frozen food aisle, when I heard a sweet little voice asking me from behind, Excuse me, dear, but can you please reach the frozen chicken pot pie up there for me? It's the last one, and it's all the way in there. I turn around and see this little old grandma sitting in this electric shopping cart and she's looking at me with wide eyes. A bit about me is I love whenever someone asks me politely for something. I'm willing to go well out of my way to help them. So I say with a wide smile, of course ma'am. I then reach out for the chicken pot pie and say, this one? The woman says, oh yes, thank you. I then notice that she has a list in her hand and an almost empty basket, so I say, would you like some help getting anything else on your list? The woman says, oh that's so kind of you and I'd appreciate it. Your mama raised you right. So for the next 20 minutes or so, I just walked with her and I helped her with her list. As we walked, we got to know each other. And by the time she got to the end of our list, it's safe to say that we became good friends. I left her at the registers, knowing that the employees at the grocery store would help her get them into her car. The woman smiled at me and she thanked me once again. I'm feeling much better and I decide to finish the rest of my shopping. I decide to make my way to the deli for the best chicken salad. And that's when I heard it, a clearing of the throat. The war call of the wild Karen. I turn and smile at her and ask, may I help you? Karen says, yes, finally. 
She then shoves a list into my face and says, I've been following you around, waiting for you to finish with that lady. Now get me these. I need some apples, milk, and... I then cut her off mid-sentence, confused, and say, Uh, I don't know how you mistook me for an employee. Gesturing to my uniform, which was blue shorts, a button-up shirt, and the lack of name tag and apron. I then say to her, but I can point you in the right direction. And this did not satisfy her at all. The woman says, I was following you, and you helped that old lady. What makes her different? Don't tell me I wasted my time. Just help me quick. At this point, my temper was flaring, but I was trying to keep her from destroying the good mood I had from helping the old woman. I say to her, maybe it's because she used her manners and she asked nicely for help. And I swear, I saw Karen's eyes narrow and she tried to draw herself up to my height, which was laughable because she was like 5'2 and I'm almost 6 feet. The woman was standing on her tiptoes wobbling as she did so. And that's when she did it. She poked me square in the chest. Now what Karen did not know about me is when I was in high school, I was considered for an appointment at the United States Military Academy, West Point. But thanks to a heart murmur and other health issues, I decided to not seek said appointment. However, I've carried that distinct honor with no small amount of pride, and I've always tried to carry myself as such. Even my managers know that, and they respect me for it. So I swiped Karen's hand away, and I stared her down, and spoke in a low voice becoming the army officer that I might have been, and said, Ma'am, we can do this one of two ways. One, you leave me alone to continue shopping, or I will call the police and press charges, is that clear? Karen went from an outraged bull to a meek little calf. She nodded, and I said, have a good night. I then continue my shopping. Ten minutes or so later, I finished my shopping, and I was pushing my cart to my car, when I saw Karen slink by with an almost empty cart. We made eye contact, and I just waved nicely at her. Guys, I'm always surprised when Karens think that they can push anyone around. And that's never a good idea. Especially when she's messing with someone almost a foot taller than she is. And I'd say she made the wise choice of just walking away, because we all know some Karens don't back down, right? And love getting arrested over some groceries. So for three years, I was an employee of a department store that we'll call J.C. Nickel. I enjoyed my discount, but I only ever had gotten one raise in three years, and I found a new job, luckily. One day, a few months after my lovely departure, I was shopping with my sister there. I was wearing a hoodie, I looked like crap, and I had two boxes of leftover Chinese food from lunch in my hand, while my sister was trying on clothes. It was a small fitting room, with only three rooms, and my sister was the closest to the entrance. I stood there waiting for her when a customer approaches me. She was a regular, and I'm sure she recognized me from my three years of working there. The woman screams at me and says, Go check in the back for this, in my size. She then shoves a shirt in my hands, very abrupt. And I say, I'm sorry, I don't work here. The Karen says, What do you mean you don't work here? Are you on break? Can't you just get me this one thing? I slowly hold up the Chinese food and then gesture to my hoodie and sweats and said in a firm voice, I don't work here. The woman huffs away. A few days later, I get a text from a friend who's still working there that says, Hey, some lady put in a complaint about you. Didn't you quit months ago? We had a good laugh, and I thought that was it. Until a year and a half later, when I'm sitting in class. The professor says to us, We have an observer today. She'll be with us this week and the next, and she'll be teaching you a lesson for her master's program. And in walks Karen. 
Now I'm not sure if she recognized me, but I knew it was her. The day after she taught her lesson to us, she sent us anonymous evaluations that she needed for her grade. Of course, knowing her background, I was harsh on her and only honest. I put unrelatable to student. Her delivery was harsh and cold. Poor classroom management. And I also put she dismissed students with questions as an inconvenience. I don't know what happened after that, but I do know they take these evaluations seriously. Even without telling my classmates what happened, they all had similar responses. I did tell them after she was long gone, and they got a good laugh, and they were happy that they demolished her in the evaluations too. Now that's karma right there, guys. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here, lady. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. If you did, hit that thumbs up. And if you're not subscribed, consider subscribing so you don't miss these crazy stories. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, it's an r slash entitled people episode where a Karen won't stop trespassing and she destroys her career. Go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.